The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Welcome to another edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. Ebony is off today, so I'll be holding it down for you. First, thank you for listening. And don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate it. Today, we are excited to have Jeff Olenberger and Dan Reisig here with UVNS. They're going to tell us the UVNS small business story. Gents, thanks for being here. Our pleasure. Thanks for having us. Yeah. We're just going to have a, a good old conversation, talk entrepreneurship, and inquiring minds want to know. So first, introduce yourselves. Tell us about your company. Well, I'm, as you mentioned, I'm Jeff Olenberger. I'm the Senior Vice President for UVNS, and I work out of our corporate office in Hutchinson. And uh, most people probably know UVNS as Underground Vaults and Storage. That would be me. Yeah. <laughs> we started in uh, 1959 in the salt mines. So a uh, long legacy kind of company founded by Kansans. Uh, one of those great success stories um, that uh, kind of flies under the radar a lot of times. And, and we do on purpose because a lot of our clients uh, certainly want the uh, security of their stuff being cared for uh, without people knowing about it. So we've always kind of a low-key company. But uh, over the years, we've really diversified and looked for new ways to, to support clients. And uh, that led to a lot of expansion and acquisition. And, and probably one of the great success stories of our company is uh, the acquisition of what was Consurgent at the time. Um, we've rebranded into UVS Technology, and that's Dan's role with, with our group. And, uh, and that really made the name change. We now we now are publicly um, branded as just UVNS because so much of what we do anymore as a, as a very diversified company has nothing to do with being underground or being in a vault or even storage. So um, we're still paying tribute to the, to the history and storage underground in the salt mine is still a big part of what we do, but we're so much more than that. And yeah. um, I'm really proud uh, of the work and, and the team Dan has, and, and you're going to really enjoy hearing some of the things they're doing as it relates to um, innovation in in the Wichita and beyond area. And I've been in the salt mine. That is cool, cool, cool. And it even goes by another name. We'll get to Dan in a minute, but it goes by another name right, right now. Does it? Stratica? Stratica? Yeah. Well, that's the, uh, yeah, that's the museum portion, yeah. and that really came out of a demand for a lot of people wanting to go into the salt mine for tours, and as a secure facility, we really weren't allowed to bring people into our side mm -hmm. of the salt mine. And so through um, some great partnerships in the 
in the city of Hutchinson and in the region. Uh, they were able to put that together about 15 years ago and do public tours. Uh, really a neat way to spend the day, and particularly when it's hot outside. It's yes. 68 degrees every <laughs> yes, day. <laughs> it's very, very cool. Dan, tell us about you, my man. Man, I've, 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 my story is a lot simpler than that. Uh, <laughs> I started my company in 2001. It was acquired by uh, UVNS in 2015. Um, it's a pretty simple story. Uh, IT guy that decided that uh, the things that he was doing, he could do better if he was on his own. And that's kind of got me out on my own. And, and uh, you know, the rest, as they say, is history. So I'm now the vice president of technology for Underground Vault and Storage, or UVNS, and run their technology division. Excellent. Um, yeah. Excellent. So how many employees do you guys have? Well, worldwide, we're pretty close to 150 now. So, um, And that's what, and I, of course, did some little research. And I mean, I knew UVS, UVNS, I guess, being in Hutch. But I was stunned <laughs> how, where you guys are at. So talk about these locations. Yeah, that's been kind of the fun part of, of my job the last dozen years or so is uh, really working on acquisitions and growth of the company. And it's, it, you know, our ownership team has been very open to taking on um, projects that made sense and listening to our clients about what they need. And, you know, over the last, uh, even before I got there, 20 years, facilities in um, uh, certainly here in Wichita and Oklahoma City, uh, Kansas City, Missouri, Louisville, Kentucky. And, um, and then in the last few years, we've added ancillary services that uh, take us out to Hayes, Kansas and Manhattan, Kansas. And uh, most recently, um, we followed what our clients needed in the movie industry. And we set up shop and bought a couple companies in London, England. So um, we really, you know, I think that's the probably true of all good um, small, mobile, nimble companies is you listen to your clients and if, if you're smart, you listen to them and they tell you what they need and, exactly. and you build your business around exactly. that. And so we've really enjoyed the benefit of letting them steer us a little bit um, with our eyes wide open about yeah. what, the, what the possibilities are. So I spent a lot of time in England. Um, I haven't got the accent down yet, but, uh, <laughs> but that'll come. Um, but, it, but, you know, there's a lot of challenges with that, too. We, we operate in multiple time zones. Um, trying to keep track of where everyone's at and what everyone's doing is certainly not without challenges. Excellent. And so back when I went through, I guess, the museum part of it, which was cool, I mean, if you don't mind, and not to get proprietary, but tell us the type and the names of companies that you help when it comes to underground. I know a lot of it has to do with Hollywood and this, Mm -hmm. that, and that. I mean, I think people would be just just impressed yes. with your clientele. So if you can share what you yeah, can share. Yeah, I can certainly share with you the types of industry and in the in the profile of our mm-hmm. clients. And the really the 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 neat part is it it's all client, it's all companies, large and small, utilize us. We really serve as a back office for a lot of local clients, you know, the the small medical offices, maybe a, a law firm or an accounting office. Um you know, we can store a lot of boxes very economically. You know, our, our base price is around, you know, $3 for a box for a year. Um, what? So can you, you know, <laughs> how minute. many boxes can <laughs> you store in your office? <laughs> you know, $3 for a box yeah, right for around a there. year-ish. Yeah. We're in the volume business. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. you know, we really, for the small business in the Wichita, Hutchinson, Kansas area, you know, do you want to dedicate 
limited space in your office for storage and file management and all of those those things? Or do you want to use that space for rev- revenue generating things? So maybe you can add another, you know, if you're, if you're an attorney, maybe you can add another attorney or a legal assistant for billable hours instead of having to worry about filing and all those things. And we can do all that work for them. So wow. really from a small business standpoint, in our local markets, that's our our niche is the small business. Small now business. we probably are most known for some of the larger client work we do, and um, most of that is known around the entertainment industry. And okay. um, we've had great success um, over the last few decades, and really strengthened that in the last probably ten years, um, working with studios, television um, outfits um, all around the globe, um, storing media. In, in Hollywood films. So right. if you, I can't give you names, no, but if you could think of uh, a major studio doing the kind of work that you would think of in the movie industry, they're clients of ours. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. So if you can go back in time or maybe your predecessors, how did Holly, let's just say Hollywood, how did they say, we want to store stuff in Hutch? <laughs> That does go be, uh, a little before my time, right. but uh, it really came to communicating a need that those places had at the time, doing large-scale storage in Los Angeles, for example, which is a very hot climate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very expensive real estate, and at the time, a lot of unrest in the city, and, and there were some things happening that... It just made more sense to convince and, and talk to uh, these studios about storing their precious assets out of that environment, somewhere safe, somewhere that could just be kept under lock and key and, and they didn't have to worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, the constant environment of 68 degrees, 45 percent humidity is really attractive. Uh, attractive. And it's a it, because it's natural, we could offer it at a very low cost point and that got their attention and and that really started the conversation. And since that time, you know, we do all kinds of specialized storage for the entertainment industry, including um, very cold storage, refriger- refrigerated storage, um, um, some props, some archives, uh, all, all wow. kinds of stuff. So, again, I think that's all part of listening to what your clients need from you. You know, you could think you know what they need, but unless you ask them, you really don't know. And so we've been really fortunate to, obviously, we have great clients who are willing to share what they need from us and, and be in partnership with us to make this work. And um, it's been a good recipe for sure. It is. I mean, it's definitely entrepreneurship 101. Your customers will tell you what you need to do for them. I mean, yeah. And I think Dan's group simple really concept. sees that. <laughs> and they'll also tell you what you, what you don't need. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which it's, is even better actually exactly. sometimes, yeah. you know. Exactly. Wow. That's, that is so cool. Like I said, I'm just impressed with how you guys grown. I, I haven't kept up with you enough, but I didn't know you was doing all that from Hutch to Wichita to Kentucky to Oklahoma to, I mean, you guys are everywhere. And I thought, were you, when did you start expanding? Well, I think the, the business, um, really the, the, the ownership of the, of the group from day one was always looking to increase the reach. And so even okay. 20, 25 years ago, they, okay. they took some leaps into Kansas City and Oklahoma okay. and Wichita. Wow. Um, some places that just seemed complementary to Hutchinson yeah. um, and really stayed pretty close to the Midwest footprint. 
And uh, that worked well for them. Again, that was, you know, all those facilities, you know, the Wichita, Topeka, Kansas City, they really kind of serve that local market more than Hutchinson could offer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, most of our clients, and we have a very large facility here in Wichita that does storage. It's above ground, a traditional okay. warehouse environment. But almost every client in there is from Wichita, and they like the ease and the ability for us to move files Excellent. back and forth. So it really has been a spirit of innovation since day one. I mean, you guys are just kind of quiet up there doing your own thing, and then you're blowing up in the background. So. Well, that's the plan. Right? Yeah, that's right. We, we got to be secure and well, safe, and, that's, and you know, that's sort of those deals. That really is what led us to Dan. He was doing some work for our group early 2010s, I guess, yeah, something and like that, yeah. um, just started a conversation and, and went, you know, this is the kind of company that's doing really innovative things and we sure could use some help. And then all of a sudden as, as storage was becoming more digital, like there's a whole expertise there that, that we don't have that wow. our clients are going to need at some point. And uh, then a few years later, you know, we just said, Dan, we'd, we'd like to buy you and have you <laughs> run what you're doing and I think our biggest challenge with Dan is just stay out of his way. Let, right. let him innovate and provide to clients what what they need. Well, that's pure leadership. You hire the right, bring the right people in, then you get get out of their way. Let them do what they do. So let's get into these two cultures. You had, I'll say the old school culture. It, it was then old you, school. Then it's, you got yes. Dan coming in <laughs> yeah. as a new cat with digital. Yep. How did those cultures, how, how, one, how did you know they were the one to buy? And two, how did you meld them together? Well, one one thing we've looked at in all of our acquisition is the people that are there. And can yeah. we see them fitting in? And are they going to be strong leaders for, for our group? And it was easy to identify Dan as someone that could um, really fit in well with our group, not just bringing his company in, but helping us across the board. Dan's now involved in every facet of our operation and so you identify people that you think have talent. I've known Dan a while before yeah. that even that transaction happened. So you have some comfort knowing that, uh, you know, these are solid people and you like how they, the decision making and things like that. And, and, and then, like we just said, you know, I think my job is to help remove as many obstacles as I can so that he can do his job to the best of his ability. And uh, I, I try to use that approach at all of our um, different uh, business units is, mm-hmm. okay, how do we in the corporate office, um, and there's a, there's about 12 of us at the corporate office, how do we make life as easy as possible for the for our divisions yeah. to execute and do the things that they're good at and not worry about payroll and electric bills and all that right. stuff? Dan needs to innovate and lead. He doesn't need to worry about all the stuff that that we have to worry about. Exactly. So amen. <laughs> you got to say more than amen on that one. Oh, man, I'm telling so you. let's flip the script on that. How did you know that was the right company to, to partner with well, I think or to I, be purchased by? Well, I think it's really, I think it's the same thing like Jeff was saying. I mean, we'd worked together on certain projects and, and we liked each other and we knew how each other worked. We knew, I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, in the technology world, we're going to, people are going to make mistakes. We're going to do things that, that aren't right. And, 
and mess some things up from time to time. Mm-hmm. The question is, how do we fix that, right? How do we how do we go back in there and say, look, we messed up. We're taking we're taking ownership of this. This is how we're going to fix it. Well, underground's the exact same way. Gotcha. You know, if 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 we if we see a problem, we fix it. I don't, it doesn't. <laughs> I, I hate to say this, but it really it doesn't matter what the outcome is. We've got to fix the problem. Right. And I think that's that's really the, the the first thing that attracted me to underground. Um, the other thing was, quite frankly, they're they're a paper and storage company, and they know nothing about technology, right. and they literally stay out of my way. I mean, I, Jeff and I speak. Yeah. We have management meetings, you know, three mm-hmm. three days a week with mm-hmm. the officers in the company. But other than that, if I call Jeff and need something again, it's just. The good news is he challenges me from time to time mm-hmm. and says, hey, what, what do you think if we did it like this? Or right, right. come back to me with a different uh, solution that maybe incorporates this or, or think about it for a week and let me know what you what you come up with, you know? So the good news is I, I continually get to learn. I continually get to evolve because, nice. you know, they, again, they want me just to do what I do yeah. and don't want to burden me with all the other stuff around, which is just fantastic. So, Well, I think, I think the kiss of death would have been purchasing Dan's group and then assuming day one, we knew more about it than he did. That, exactly. I mean, that would have been a recipe Unfortunately, for, for failure. Unfortunately, that happens so. sometimes. So, yeah, I get it. So, uh, before we roll into a break, tell me what scares you. Well, heights. But <laughs> that's probably not what you're looking for. Um, you know, I, I think missing an opportunity scares me sometimes. Or just lack of thinking big enough. Like, I, I just worry sometimes that, while we've found a lot of great opportunities, I just worry about the ones we've missed mm, um, and okay. what that could have been. Um, I don't know what they are, but, uh, you know, there's got to be stuff out there that we're just not doing that we should be doing. So, again, we, we keep trying to listen to our clients. Where do they need us to be? What kind of services do they want us to provide? And, and I just don't want to be, um, I don't want to be irrelevant, you know, in the modern gotcha. business world, you know, a, a paper storage company has some challenges, you know, in a, in a increasingly digital world. And I don't want to miss what those opportunities might be. Excellent. Dan ransomware. That's no joke. That is no joke. That That is probably the, and, and, you know, Jeff and I talked about it when we walked over here, cause we're just in the 245 building right up the street, farm credit bank building. Um, ransomware scares me to death. And, and quite frankly, it, it's the, the management teams that don't understand whether they actually have good backups or where they have good data sitting there for them to recover from. Um, there's been too many clients that have become our clients because they haven't checked their backups or they haven't done what they're supposed to do. And, and somebody along the line just said, Hey, we're, we're, we're we, everything's good. Don't worry about it. Their CEO or president of the company, you're, we're fine. And then they come to find out that that's not true. And it's too late. Cause they've been ransomed. Um, we've, we've won uh, business like that uh, a lot over the past several years and it's it's no joke. I mean, wow, it, it is absolutely no joke. That's that's the single biggest thing that I'm afraid of in this in this world, honestly. What and we got to go to break in a minute. But on that, what nugget can you give the listeners about ransomware that would save companies? I mean, what's the number one nugget if there is one? I don't know. I think there's. I think I, I can break it down in two or three. Okay. Okay. The very first. The very first thing that 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 companies need to know is they don't want your data. They want your money. Okay. First and foremost, they don't care about your data because there's too many people who say, "Well, you know, I'm a small company. They don't. Why, why would they want my data? Well, they don't want it. They want your money. 
So first and foremost, forget that they want your data. I mean, some of them will, you know, publicly exploit your data. Right. But the truth of the matter is they want to get paid. Okay. Um, the professionals, I'd rather deal with a professional hacker than a amateur hacker. Because at least the professionals, you got a slight chance of getting your data back. Really? Yeah. Uh, the amateurs that you, you can go out and buy ransomware for 100 bucks and go out and start installing it on things. I mean, it's it's a pretty easy business to get into. Um, Ouch. But there's people whose full job, that's all they do. They, they work, you know, Monday through Friday, probably not eight to five. They probably work 12-hour shifts, to be honest with you, uh, trying to find an exploit that they can they can take advantage of and get some cash. That, that's what they do. Wow. So, well, the, Did the, you have a third one? So the, the single nugget that, that everybody needs to take away is backup, 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 and check the backups. Don't take somebody else's word for it. Have somebody prove to you that they have good backups. That's your responsibility as the owner or a president or the CIO. That's that's your responsibility to say, show me that it works. And they're relatively current. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So backups, are we talking backups on site, backups off-site, backups on the cloud? What are we talking? That's exactly right. So we have a prime we typically recommend primary backup, a secondary backup in a in a secondary location. A tertiary backup, whether it's in the cloud or not in the cloud, that's 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 fully immutable, that, that cannot be accessed with the same credentials that the first two can. And then a fourth backup if you can afford it. Wow. On a, on a separate system. And it's 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 no joke. It's it's uh, that's the only way to save your company. Yeah, really. we've been hearing about that in the news so much recently. Yeah. I thought I appreciate you sharing that nugget with our listeners. I mean, that's that's tough. We're gonna go into a break, uh, pay some bills. Uh, hear from our sponsors and we'll be back shortly with Dan Reisig and Jeff Olenberger from UVNS. Severe weather. Whether it's hail, wind, rain, or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, we're with you every step of the way. Visit Evergy.com slash stay safe to learn more. As a convener of people and ideas, the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce continues to extend our reach and maximize our efforts to provide the best possible business environment in our region. Your partnership is imperative for accelerating business success. We invite you to visit wichitachamber.org to learn more about the benefits of membership and become involved with our efforts to provide success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. Visit wichitachamber.org and follow us on your favorite social media platform. We are back with our friends at UVNS, Jeff Olenberger and Dan Reisig, and they've been telling us about the UVNS small business story. I want to talk about the chamber. Now, you're here because you're a chamber member, and uh, tell us about the Business Expo and what that has done for you guys. Well, I'll let Dan get into that. I think one of the things from a corporate standpoint we recognize is the value of, of chambers in the, the local communities that we operate in. And uh, for all the facilities and, and acquisitions we've done, um, we've really preached to um, to those locations to stay involved with the chamber. That's where the networking happens. That's where the connections happen to make maybe the next opportunity come together. So uh, as it relates to Wichita, that has been a, a priority from, from day one with Dan's team is stay engaged, stay active. And, um, you know, 
from the corporate office perspective, we don't get out to all these things because we don't live here um, in all these different communica- uh, communities we operate in. But uh, our local leadership team should be. And uh, I know Absolutely. Dan's a, a, a great example of that and what you guys do here. Yeah, we, we don't miss the Chamber Expo. We just don't. I mean, it's one of those things that you, in order to be relevant, you have to be there. In order to in order to get that next lead, you have to be there. You know, the real question is, why aren't you there? To be quite honest with you, you know, why would you not go and figure out where your next lead's going to come from or figure out what, I mean, think of it even this way. Think of what's, what is your competition doing? How are they differentiating themselves from you? Because you don't get that opportunity, but once a year. Right. And for me, that's an expo. Excellent. So Excellent. We, we're, we're there every year. So uh, what tips do you have for others to get the most out of their experience? Talk to the people that are walking by because you're going to have people that just walk by and don't want to engage with you. That just happens. I mean, you go to a trade show, that happens. Engage those people. You know? What's the trick of the trade to do that? Somebody's walking by. I'm walking by and I'm not coming <laughs> to talk to you. So how, how do you get my attention? So typically everybody gives away something, right? Okay. So for us, we typically give away Visa gift cards. Oh, and I'm like, hey, you give away Visa gift cards. Yeah, I'm like, hey, Don, well, hey, you're not going to miss an opportunity for a you know hundred dollar exactly. Visa gift card. Right? You sign okay. up, and if you win, and and the other, and, and I always come back with a line because they're like, well, I don't want all my information out there. And the key to our success has been if you just give us enough information to get a hold of you for the gift card. Nice. If it's going to be a phone number, email. That's fine. If you don't want to be called about anything, that's fine. Let us know. Mm-hmm. But we, we want you to have an opportunity to win the gift card. Wow. So wow. Okay. I think it's giving people what they want, which is if I go to a trade show, I don't want to be bothered by every single vendor either. Right? So you're saying trinkets like pens and stuff don't work anymore? Well, I is will tell you, they, school? They, they will take all the pens you have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm you, better bring them, you better bring the pens. You better bring some trinkets with you. <laughs> and get near the food or the uh, beer booths. You yeah, know, if, there, if, there's, yeah. if there's beer, you know. That's, you I, I heard that's that. what you're supposed to do, but I, I wouldn't know. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, too funny. Um, how do you decide if something is a good opportunity? I know you said you, you're concerned about the opportunities you lost. How do you know when it's a good one? Well, that's, you know, that's a million-dollar question. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes you don't know until you're, you're kind of waist-deep in it and, and doing your due diligence. And um, maybe it's even post-acquisition in some cases mm. where you're like, yeah, this could have gone better, or I wish I would have asked this question at the beginning. Yeah. And um you know, but the, but the good news is when you, when you have a really good team around you, um, we've got you know really great leadership with with Dan and, and our other um, officer group, and then um, and and then everyone that works on our management team down through, you know, a warehouse driver, um, all you know through the whole company. Um, I think we all pride ourselves in trying to find solutions and how to make things work, and and I think that's I think that's the spirit you get from a kind of a small company. Yeah. We're not small anymore, but we're still owned by the same families that started us in the 50s. You know, it's still a family company and we value employees. We value their input and decision making. And, you know, then you then you let you let good decisions percolate to the top and and you work together and solve them. Excellent. Well, not to, and again, I think it's going back to that getting all levels of opinion. I mean, even our DART team, mm-hmm. you know, we have all different levels of management uh, in the DART team, and 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 everybody's got different ideas. We all come from mm-hmm. different backgrounds, different places, different different points of view. And when you can all sit in a room and have open discussions about what's going on around you, it it 
Mm-hmm. It creates innovation. Yeah, a, it really does. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. That it really is. How do you uh how do you balance work and community and family? Well, that's a difficult one. Um, you know, in the technology industry, we we don't do a very good job of that. You know, I mean, by trade, you're, you know, if there's something that has to be done at midnight, we you're doing yeah. that at midnight. So, you know, for us, it's really making sure that we take care of our people and give them the time off to offset that, that, that we can uh, in order to make sure that they have time with their families. I mean, for me, uh, and, and quite frankly, for Underground, is, the most important thing is family. You know, if there's a baseball game or a soccer game or something that you need to go to, that's what we want you at. Right. You know, we need to get the job done, but the truth of the matter is we, we know we serve all of those folks. We, we serve them and their families. So there is no, there's no disconnect between what we're doing for an employee and what we're doing for their family, because quite frankly, their families are employed with us too, just in a, at, a, at a distance. Exactly. Right? Nice. So if we don't, we got to take care of them. Nicely put. Yeah. Nicely put. Yeah. And, and, and balance is tough. Um, but I think it, it speaks to the, the family-run, um, family-owned company that we are. The yeah. values that they had from day one still permeate through our company. Um, you know, we, we try to offer a, a really nice benefits package, including quite a bit of paid time off so that yeah. employees can recharge and spend the time outside of work to do the things they need to do. So when it's time to work, you know, they're ready. Um, I know for me personally, you know, I'm I'm working in, you know, three different time zones from uh, from England to Los Angeles to to the Central Time Zone a lot, and I get calls at all kinds of weird times a day. Mm-hmm. And I think having the flexibility to um, know when it's okay to shut it down for a little bit because something's going to probably come up later in the evening. And um, and and I think our our owners have been great about that ever since I've been there, and I know long before I was there, in, in valuing the employees. And I think we see that in, in kind of the benefits package and um, their willingness to um, really work with employees to, to have a balanced life. Back on the IT cats, mm-hmm. do they really unplug? I mean, I, I, I guess I'm envisioning an IT guy. If he has a laptop, he or she has a laptop, they're going to take care of whatever pops up. I mean, do they really unplug from that laptop or whatever they need to get to whatever? The, you I know, mean, I, I will tell you this. The, the 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 real answer is not really. Okay. I mean, you really don't unplug. It seemed like it'd be um, tough. You know, it's kind of funny because it's funny you mentioned that because this morning I was thinking, you know, I did not look at my email from Saturday through this morning. Whoa. And I felt guilty. You yeah, know, exactly. I, I felt really guilty. <laughs> right. And yeah, I'm waiting on three responses. On <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so, so it's one of those things that, you know, that again, it's, it's a 24 by seven operation. I mean, we try eight to five as much as we can. Right. It just doesn't work in technology. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know any of our people in the technology division that work eight to five. We just right, don't. So right. we, we have to be, again, open and free and honest with the discussions about, you know, I need to take off this two hours to go do this. I need, you right. know, because I know these guys are working. These guys and gals are working all the time. Right. Um, so. But at least they try. And you, oh, pro- absolutely. you try to provide an opportunity for them to employ. Absolutely. I mean, we, they're IT folks, right? <laughs> you know, we've, we've, even, we've, we've even done things like when they've had a, a bad week, we've mowed their lawn, paid to mow their lawn for them. What? We, yeah. I mean, you know, you do things, send their family you go. some gift certificates for dinner. I mean, the, those nice. things happen from time to time. That's what I mean, we want to that, hear. That's how you take care of those people. You got to figure out what their families need, what they, what, if you don't know their families, you don't know them. Correct. That's the way I look at it. Excellent. I don't know everybody's child's name. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. But 
you know, I know this guy's got seven kids and I know he needs a break. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so. Wow, what a great, wow, what a great company. You said it was a great company. So very, very cool. Either on a local level or on a national level, who do you look up to as for inspiration? Whether they're in the industry or not, any figures or people? Oh, that's a tough well, one. I, I've had a lot of mentors in my life, yeah. um, in, in particularly early in my career, really an entrepreneurial mentor uh, by the name of John Neal. Uh, he passed away um, a while ago to cancer, but he always struck me, and he, and he started a dry cleaning business and, and grew it into a, a successful regional operation. And what always impressed me about John is he, and, and I was in my early 20s just starting out in the professional world, and, and he invested his time in talking to me and getting to know me and offering advice. And, and he was, you know, he was 25 years older than I was in a completely different place in life and had built a business. And that really stuck with me that, you know, he wanted to share some wisdom, and but he did it in such a way that was so uh, genuine and friendly. And I just like, that's the kind of person well, I'd like to be. I'd, okay. I'd like to share some wisdom someday. I don't know that I have any to share, <laughs> but uh, maybe someday. But uh, you know, I think people like that—they stand out. You know, they're—you know—it's not the big name right. people. It's the—it's the people yeah. you interact with day to day, and all of a sudden you look back and go, "Man, that was a really special relationship," and I learned more about it than I even thought I had. Exactly. Excellent point. Well, I think the whole giving back, I mean, my, my, I had a, my father-in-law was my best friend for a number of years. He passed Mm. away about 10 years ago and, you know, I was a little rough around the edges. You know, I, I'm, I'm not born with a silver spoon in my mouth or any of those stuff. I mean, I've worked hard. Um, Mm -hmm. He was just one of those guys that he expected great things. If he saw it in you, he expected even better things. Okay. So he expected great things out of everybody, no matter who they were. And, you know, he was a, a retired colonel. From the Air Force and uh, Vietnam vet, and quite frankly, didn't put up with a lot of stuff from anybody. Right, right. You know? And um, he taught me the value of not only trying to do your best, but giving back. You know, trying nice. to help other people out. Um, one of the most interesting questions that I that we get in business is, "Well, who's your competition?" Mm-hmm. My answer is always almost always the same. I don't really feel like we have competition. We're in Wichita, Kansas. We have co-opetition. I know that the other people that are out there that do technology things, I know which ones are good at what, I know which ones are bad at what. We all we all have the same customers. We have the same customer base. And from time to time, the customer moves from one to the other, to the other, to the other. So I don't feel like I'm in competition with anybody. Co-opetition. Co-opetition. I mean, what we're trying to do is help them out. If you I heard that prob- word, you heard that word here first, folks. <laughs> Co-opetition. I mean, excellent. It makes more sense to try and bring up your your people than it does to put them down. You know, it, it just it just makes more sense to do that. So anyway, long story short, he he was he was my best friend for a number of years. He taught me a lot of things. He was a master at using written language and word, which I am nowhere near. I mean, he was just. Uh, he could take a, a horrible sentence and just make it sound like the best thing that, that there ever was. And wow! But he he taught me just so many things. We worked hard and we played hard. So uh, what's next for UVNS Ooh. besides acquiring Ooh. every salt mine <laughs> in the country? <laughs> well, well, yeah. There's there's not too many left that aren't being used for something. Uh, well, we, we're always working on something. I've got a couple 
couple things that we're working on now. I can't yeah. talk what about, you can say. You know, I'm not but, a, yeah. uh, you know, I think the spirit of uh, of growth and, and innovation is not going away at our company. We're we're continuing to look for new ways to uh, and new places to offer what we do. Um, you know, through one of our acquisitions last year in England, all of a sudden we we found ourselves in the event business um, <laughs> because wow, the, the the clients we have in the entertainment industry needed logistic support at film festivals. So whether it's the Cannes Film Festival or the Berlin Film Festival or Toronto or Sundance or all that, you know, our clients had a need. And uh, so we bought a company that kind of exclusively takes care of studio clients wow. at those types of events. And, you know, That's five, a beautiful five thing. years ago, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't even know that was a thing. But, you know, you you walk around with your eyes open and you listen to what people need and you go, well, we can make this work until a global pandemic, you know, <laughs> right, eliminates right, all right. events across the globe. <laughs> um, so the timing wasn't fantastic on that, but, so, uh, so you know, okay. so I think we're going to continue to look for things that, that make sense, that fit what we do and that our clients need us to do. Okay. I mean, did you ever think that you would have underground, you know, UVNS uh, going to, can no, or that, I was getting ready to right? say that, I mean, but I said no. <laughs> and and again, nobody. You know, it's it's one of those quiet things. We don't. Uh, yeah, we don't do a good enough job. You heard of it, that you heard it here part. first. <laughs> you each got a biography. You have a book. You have a book. What's the name of your book? Jeff? Well, at this point, <laughs> at this point, probably unfinished. Unfinished. Okay. I hope. Dan, what's the name of your book? The Legacy. Okay. And this, these books are so good. Now they want to, they're made for movies. So now you got a movie. What's the, who's going to play you in the movie, Jeff? Mm. Well, my book's probably a coloring book, to be honest <laughs> with you. So, um, probably a different market. So I, mine's probably going to be animated. Um, maybe voiced over by uh, Jerry Seinfeld or something okay. like that. I don't know. Okay. I see the resemblance. Yeah. <laughs> who's playing you, Dan? Wow. Uh, you know, I, I I think my book is really about the legacy that I want to leave that I'm not that I'm not finished with yet. Okay. And how to change my family and the and my sons and their families and leaving a legacy and how to do that. But quite frankly, I think either Chris Farley or David Spade would Chris probably Farley. probably be the best choice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. True. You do well, whoever's the current Grizzly Adams would probably work. No, that's true. Oh my. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Chris with your, big, with your big beard. I'm on, I'm a little unconventional from time to time. <laughs> Tommy boy was off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've covered some ground here today. But yeah, yeah, that's what we do. Oh my God! Well, <laughs> well, that's our show for today. Thank you, uh, Dan and Jeff from UVNS for telling the, your story. Very inspirational. Very. I mean, I learned a lot, and I'm I'm right here. So. Well, I said fun, last man. time I, we didn't even get to talk about Stratica. So make sure you go check out on their uh, website how you can uh, go check out Stratica. Did I say it right? Stratica, yeah. Stratica. Yeah. Come that's, on over anytime and uh, beat the heat underground. Exactly. And that's the museum part that's the of museum it. the museum portion, yeah. yes. Been through that. That's pretty cool. And it is cool in temperature as well. So, <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for coming out. Truly appreciate it. For telling your story exclusively here on the WCBA. Friends, we drop a new episode every Wednesday morning. So don't forget to check us out. Like us, love us, share us. So until next time, peace.
The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.